Storytelling. Moments in time. The things we don't want to forget. Details that are etched in our souls are every day. Teaching. Artists who want to share their passion for telling the stories of their lives so you can better tell the stories of yours. Sharing. A space and place to share your work, be inspired, motivated, supported, and learn from one another. Community. A group for photographers run by photographers. We welcome you to this community. Welcome to Hello Storyteller Podcasts. I'm Megan Boggs, a natural light, lifestyle, outside the box, and motive photographer, and mom of two sweet girls based out of Tulare, California. And I'm Melissa Ortendahl, a natural light, lifestyle, and documentary photographer based in central Massachusetts. Be the first to know about all of our upcoming educational opportunities, blogs, podcasts, mini lesson tutorials, and more. Make sure to check out our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and sign up for our mailing list to receive all the exciting new updates. Hello, everybody. It's Melissa and Meg. Hi. Hey. And today, on today's Talk Talk, we are talking about balance. What is that? What's balance? Who has balance? Do you have balance? I don't have balance. I don't have balance. Because really the concept of balance is, I think, a myth. Um, I feel like I'm constantly on a balance beam. And that beam is really skinny. It is really skinny. And it's super high up. (laughs) Yeah. And there's no net. You don't do backflips on those things. I'm not doing backflips. I'm just like standing, mm-hmm. trying not to fall down. I'm sitting. Then <laughs> <laughs> that's cheating. <laughs> Precisely. <laughs> that's how much balance I have going on. Um, but I think that there is some merit to trying to find a level of balance that works for you in being able to stop yourself from going crazy. Um, because... I'm waiting to hear all the secrets, Melissa. Oh, well, get ready. Okay. Okay, so two years ago, I had my first really busy fall season. And I think I had, like, I don't know, 22 sessions in the month of October. And I had a wedding in October. And I was up... I was just transitioning to using Lightroom And so there was a lot going on and I was working until like midnight or one in the morning every single night for a solid like eight weeks. And when that that got done, I was exhausted and I had no energy left (laughs) and I was cranky and miserable and working a part-time job on top of that. And it was just not, it was not good. So fast forward to this past year and I decided I was going to think ahead and I did a couple of things. So the first thing I did was, and this is specifically in trying to find some kind of balance between home life and work life, which is a a challenge in and of itself regardless, but I think is a different type of challenge when you are primarily a stay-at-home parent because your work life and your home life happen in the same space at the same time. And it can be really hard to create a distinction between those two. And one is always bleeding into the other. It's the nature of of how it works. The beast. But I found that I was not being, I wasn't being efficient in either either functionality of my life. (laughs) 
I was working until all hours of the night, which then made me tired and cranky to deal with my kids the next day. It was like this vicious cycle I couldn't get myself out of. So I did a couple of things. The first thing I did was as I was getting more client work, um, I realized that my haphazard system of Google Docs and PayPal and emails and whatnot just was not cutting it anymore. I couldn't keep track of things and I decided, you know what, I'm going to research and do some research and I'm going to find, I was initially just looking for a system that I could send out like booking proposals to my clients that could do contracts and I could email through and just to keep it all in one spot. Um, and then I stumbled upon Sprout Studio and, um, it did more than that. It actually had a gallery function as well, which was good because I wasn't super thrilled with how I was delivering galleries to clients. I was doing it through Dropbox. It was like all piecemeal together. It made no sense. And so that was the first thing I did was I started using a studio software, which was huge, a little taxing to get put together and get up and running, but just so more, so much more efficient in terms of my time. Um, so that was number one. Number two was I needed to have time during the day where I could edit um, because the last three years I've had a part-time job in the fall as well. Um, and so I like trying to get it all done and I just was not working for me anymore. And so I took it to my trusty local Facebook town group and I said, I am looking for a babysitter for once a week for about three hours in the morning from about nine to noon um, before my younger two go off to preschool so that I know one day a week, I have a solid four hours where between babysitter and when they're in school that I can know that I can get work done. And so I found another parent, um, whose kids had just started school and, um, and she came over and she started in like the beginning of October And she actually stayed with me through the end of the school year Um, because even after busy season was done, I had, I mentioned this as a part-time job, but then my spring was also really busy, which I wasn't anticipating. Um, And I'll tell you what, it was the best three to $400 I've spent because I could count on her coming every week. We were flexible in terms of day and time. And you don't think, you don't think, probably the average person thinking, oh, it's just three hours. Like, as you know, Meg, the amount of things you can get, you can get done in three hours when your kids are not interrupting you 800,000 times, it's incredible. It is, unless resistance is kicking you in the butt. True. But, yes, it's incredible. Three hours is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> because I could, like, go to the local coffee shop and sit down, and I could, like, return emails and make it through a couple of sessions of editing and get some things set up and then go home, drop my kids off to preschool, come back, have another hour and a half of time to get some more stuff done. And then I just, I found myself being far less stressed in terms of what am I going to have fine to edit all these shoots. And then I did not do what I should have done, which was cut back on sessions this past October. I think I had like 37 sessions in the month of October. Yeah. In one month? Yeah. Are these mini sessions? Uh, some of them were. Not all of them, though. Are you insane, woman? Yes, I am. Well, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so, and then it was also talking to my husband and saying, 
Okay, you go to work during the day and you are able to work in an environment where, aside from scheduled meetings, you're not being interrupted on a regular basis. And I said, I need that same schedule here. And so we agreed that two nights a week after we'd have family dinner and then after dinner, I would go quote unquote to work in my office and in theory would not be interrupted by the children. (laughs) He would manage bedtime and then I could get work done. So two nights a week I had, you know, four hours or so where I could count on being able to get work done and not being interrupted. I had a babysitter once during the week and I'll tell you what, it made an enormous difference um, in my stress level and my anxiety level in being on top of getting things edited and back out to clients in a reasonable time frame. Um, this past fall, I also took my husband and I took a trip to Europe. So we were gone for a week in the middle of all that busy season. And I didn't even bring my laptop with me on that trip because oh, a, because I... he, my husband told me I, I he couldn't. threatened you. <laughs> he threatened you with a D word, didn't he? No, but he was like, "Really? Are you going to bring? Are you really going to edit?" I was like, "It's an eight-hour flight. Do you know how much I could get done in an eight-hour flight?" But I agreed that I would not bring it with me, and I felt really good about that decision. So I'm glad that he kind of put that out there because I would have been working otherwise. Um, and I've never been to I'd never been to Paris before, and I really wanted to enjoy that experience and not feel like I was conflicted. And if I had brought my laptop, I would have been conflicted. But I was able to do that because I knew I had some systems in place that were going to allow me the time that I needed to be able to get my work done. And I think, you know, I don't know anybody that has found this mystical unicorn balance. <laughs> I know no one. No. You know you know what's my balance? What's that? Nap time. I miss nap time. <laughs> oh, you don't have nap time. No wonder you have to get a babysitter. It's true. I miss nap time. No, I get three hours, but... Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, my But Lord. I think I'm going to have to shorten her nap because it's, she's sleepy. She's not going to bed till like two now and then sleep till five and then I can't get her down for... Yeah, that might be the bedtime problem. That's a that's a talk for our mom talk talks, but that might be I know. why we're, bedtime we're is being saving an issue. It. We're saving it. We're gonna save it. Yeah, nap time used to be awesome. Yeah. My kids are too old for nap time. We tried really hard. <laughs> I tried really hard to still instill like a quiet time. I would maybe Have you get, tried like, locking them in their room. <laughs> Just barricade it. Many they times. Can't get out. <laughs> Also, a topic for a mom talk talk about how I keep my how I used to have to keep my kids in their room. Um, no, like, but I mean, at this age, I mean, they're five, and my older one's in school. But the my twins, yeah, I was maybe lucky if I get like thirty five minutes, maybe of this quote unquote hour of quiet time they were supposed to be having. Yeah. Um, but I think really, it's you know, it's. If I could say one thing to people, I would say, please do not base your hot mess life and whether or not you are failing or succeeding in finding balance on anything you see on social media. (laughs) Yeah, there's no balance. We're all hot mess. I mean, let's be real. It's true because people put out what they want the world to see, especially people that have large followings and a lot of influence on Instagram or Facebook or whatever else. Bloggers, that's their job, right? So their job is to look like they have it all together, and that's what they do. But I guarantee you, 
that they don't. So, I mean, I could produce a very finely curated Instagram feed and never, and once in my stories, complain about my kids or drink wine openly or do any of the things that happen in my normal everyday life where I look like I've been run over, like I've been run over by a truck. But that would not be authentic to what is happening in my world. Nor do I think that's relatable. Um, I mean, I think everybody is, at a certain extent wants to kind of you know, pretend like, wouldn't it be great if I had it all together? But that's fine. But just don't let what you see on social media make you feel like you like it, it's wrong to not have it all together, especially if you have young kids. I mean, we're all just hanging on by a thread, really, yeah. is what it boils down to. And then if you are, you know, if you work full time, in addition to having children. Hats if, off to you, ladies. Right? <sighs> Honestly, I think back to it now when I was working full time and all my kids were in daycare and the amount of crap I had to do to like get them like I had to get work for eight thirty. I don't know how I managed I to don't get. I know how people do that. And I did it I... by myself because my husband worked an hour from our old house, oh and gosh. so he was gone at seven in the morning. So I had to get all the kids up, dressed, bags packed, dropped off to daycare to work for eight thirty, like. I, I did it for three years. I have no idea how, because I like preschool started at noon <laughs> this oh past year, and that was a struggle. <laughs> I don't I don't know how because ever since my oldest was born, I was I've always worked from home um, as a private investigator, right? But I worked for a firm, and so they would set my appointments and whatever. And I worked a lot of hours, but after Emma was born, about like eight months, she was about eight months old. I finally told my husband, like, I can't, I can't work this anymore. It's too demanding. The turnaround time is too quick. I haven't, you know, an infant, like I I can't do it. And so I was actually working two different jobs at the time, um, both private investigation companies. And so, uh, the other company, my secondary company approached me about becoming, um, the primary. And so I let my first company go, which was, probably the best choice, uh, especially mm. having kids and wanting flexibility. Uh, they're way more flexible. I made my own schedule and hours and, um, so I could kind of fit it around that, but I'm still working more than I, I'm still working probably about 25 to 30 hours. Um, but again, making my own schedule. So like, I don't know how you moms do it that do, you know, an eight to five job. I hats off to you cause you guys are saints. I would, crumbled to pieces. <laughs> well, and it's one of those things too, that, that part of the reason why I left my job was because of this concept of balance was I felt like I wasn't seeing my kids. You know, at the time the twins were, when they were babies, you know, they were falling asleep at like six, six thirty. And so, I mean, I dropped them off at eight thirty in the morning. I wouldn't see them all day. I'd pick them up at four thirty, more like five. I yeah. would drive home, I'd make dinner, and while I was making dinner, they would fall asleep. And, you know, I you know, I, when I left my job when they were just a little over two, but a big part of the reason why I did was, you know, I looked at my husband and I said, I feel like I haven't even spent any time with them. You know, like, I went back to work when they were eight weeks old. Like, I just don't feel like I've had the amount of time with them. And I think that is a normal phenomenon when you have more than one child anyway, but them in particular, I just felt like I hadn't even seen or spent any time with. And, 
it was this concept of balance. And it was this concept of like, where do I want to expend my energy? Where do I want to, you know, what I want to be able to focus on? And, um, you know, and luckily, fortunately, we were in a position where I was able to leave my job. Um, and that in itself is a different transition and a different topic for a different time of jumping into being a staying at home parent with two, two year olds and a five year old. But, um, you know, I've, I feel like I've been on a quest for balance for the last eight years. (laughs) I think as moms, we're all on a quest for balance. (laughs) So you're not alone, my friend. No. And I think too, like, especially when you are managing a business, um, you know, one of the things I said to my husband was, you know, I really want to take these three years while my while I'm home with the kids until my younger two start kindergarten to grow my business to a level where I don't have to go back to work for anybody else. That's a lot of freaking work. Like yeah. I, my, my photography business was super, super, super part-time. Um, I, I, I would call it part-time. I mean, I did a handful of sessions here and there for clients, you know, in those years before I left my job. And, um, I really started from the ground and was like, okay, we're going to try to make this some, into something hopefully, or three years will come and I won't have made any progress and I'll go back to work and we'll call it a day. And, you know, fortunately, um, you know, I'm in a place in a position now where I don't think I'm going to have to go back to work for anybody else. And That's amazing. which is like so amazing. Um, but you think, I think naively I thought back then, oh, I'll get to that point and then it'll be smooth sailing. <laughs> and it's not because you're running a business and yeah. you constantly are growing that business and working that business. And it's a, you know, you're a single one individual <laughs> doing all of those things. And so I think it's just a matter of knowing when you have to take a break is huge. Knowing that it's okay to take care of yourself and spend time with self-care. We went on vacation last week and I unplugged. You know, if you saw me posting on Instagram last week, it's because I was using the later app to post on my behalf (laughs) while I was gone. Um, I didn't touch my social media. Everything that I posted while I was on vacation, I set up beforehand before I went. posted for you? Yeah. What? Oh, yeah. If you have a business account on Instagram now, it used to be able that you could schedule your post, but you still had to go in and post. I don't know about other apps, but the later app will actually post it for you. Like you just put it in your calendar and at Facebook and Instagram. I think it does Twitter too, although I don't have Twitter, but, um, me either. So all of those things I set up before I left because I didn't want to, I wanted to be disconnected. I wanted to be with my family. I wanted to be able to relax and sit on the couch and watch TV and not feel badly about it. Um, and I did, and it was good. And I'm back at it this week. I mean, I've got a crap ton. I was telling Meg earlier tonight that I have like eight sessions and two weddings that I need to try to get through this week. Um, But I don't, I'm not stressing out about it because that's not a good expenditure of my time. And at the end of the day, that's just going to make me, it's a vicious cycle of being anxious and stressed out and then not being able to be as productive as I want because I'm anxious and stressed out. And so, um... But if I hadn't done that last week, if I hadn't unplugged while I was on vacation, I probably would be feeling that way. Or I would have missed out on times and experiences with my family that um, ideally, in theory, when you run your own business, you have the ability to do because you can make your own schedule. And so 
taking time for yourself, for your family, for the things that make you laugh, that give you, make you feel good is a vital, a vital, I think, in my opinion, a vital piece to finding some kind of balance between your home life and your work life. Yeah, you definitely have to do something that makes you feel good. So whether it's work that you want to get done, or if it's something personal that you want to get done, you have to, you have to make a little bit of time for, for each. And something that helps me, um, and I'm, I'm not dedicated like every week, but when I'm feeling really frazzled in my head and like kind of foggy, um, I get out my planner and I just Mm. write it down and I actually got a new one. I got the passion planner they're like five bucks because obviously we're halfway through the year. Um, but I want to <laughs> That's when you get your planner, ladies and gentlemen, That's in right. June, in July. In, in July, you get the planner for $5. No, but it's something, I wanted something that I could break down my day because uh, I'm crazy busy right now and I'm building lots of stuff and I've got lots of projects and I wanted something to break down my day into 30 minute increments, which now sounds kind of crazy. Nope. Um, and I don't live that, you know, every day, all day. Um, but when I have a lot of stuff to do and I can't focus, <laughs> I can't focus on one thing, um, the planner really helps to like know my priorities and what I really need to finish that day or that week. Um, so that way I just know what I'm doing. So that kind of helps me balance out at least if I can't do it a whole week at a time. Sometimes I do. And sometimes I just do a day cause that's all I can focus on at that moment. But that really helps me focus and zone in and balance out what I have to get done and what's okay if I don't get done. Yeah. Prioritize your day, you know, your number one priority and get it done. And then you can check it off the list and it feels great. It does. It's true. So that's something that's really helped me balance. I mean, I I juggle a lot and I Mm. Don't really know how much I juggle until I see it on paper. <laughs> yeah, so you write it all like, down. how do you juggle all this? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just get up and I do. But yeah, to really, I guess, quote unquote, find balance, just write it down. And it really does help if you can check it off your list and you know it's done and move on to the next thing. That's something that helps me find balance, I guess. And I think writing and down. And nap time. Well, yes, nap time and wine. <laughs> um, and wine. I think, I think. I think writing things down is super important because sometimes I know myself, I start to get overwhelmed with what I think I have to do. Um, Like it feels like there's more than there is sometimes. And so like when I sat down at the beginning of this week and I, I'm an online person and so I use Trello. Um, And so I was like, okay, let me go through my... It's just like a, I guess it's like a glorified to-do list kind of thing. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not using it to its full capabilities. I don't have the time right now to sit down and look at it. But it, like, you can have different boards and different, like, lists in the boards. And so, like, on my photography tasks, I've got booking proposals to send out, clients to follow up with, galleries to edit, galleries to send out. And so I just move these little cards from one to the next as I'm, as I'm making progress. And so I, like, sat down and I looked at my calendar and I said, okay, what do I have to edit? What do I have to get done? I'm going to actually set due dates for all of these things. And I realized that, oh, I have like a week and a half where I don't have any sessions. I can get all of these things done before my next session in August and before I have two weddings in September and before my busy season kicks in and everything else. And like, this is manageable. And then maybe, whew, you know, the mind shudders to think I might actually be able to work on some like personal pictures <laughs> yeah, of like our family vacation. 
Um, and so for me, putting it all down on paper, I was like, oh, this is actually more manageable than it felt like it was when I it was all swirling around in my head of things I needed to do. Um, yeah. And if I don't write it down, I'm going to forget to do it. So there's that. When I well. don't write it down, I find myself bouncing from one thing to the next, like every right. five minutes. Like literally, I'll be sitting at my computer. I'm like, oh, I need to do this. And I'll start working out. Oh, I need to do this. <laughs> and I start working on it. And I'm just bouncing constantly for like three hours. Well, because like and one thing reminds you of something chaos. else, reminds you of something else. And then you like forget yeah. like where you started. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I, I had that this morning at the coffee shop. Like I had a babysitter from this all morning. Day today. And I sat down to work on a session. I was like, oh, I need to start putting this album together. Oh, I've got to send this information to the client about the album. Oh, I should probably download the pictures that she favorited so I could start putting it together. Oh, wait, I've got to post to my Instagram. Oh, I've got to comment. It was like, (laughs) (laughs) yes, this is me. (laughs) All of a sudden I was like, oh, an hour has gone by. Melissa, you came here to edit a session. Like you need to focus. (laughs) There are some apps and I don't know if I've used them yet. But there's like a focusing app where I've heard, um, I forget what it's called because I can't think at the moment, but where it's, you work in timed sections. So if oh you have... Oh my God, that would stress me out, I think. I know, <laughs> it does a little, it does me a little bit thinking about it, but like give yourself, if you have a session to edit, give yourself an hour of to edit that session. Right, and then, yeah. And then you move on to the Do next something else. Yeah, yeah. Oh, time blocking. There you go. Oh, there time blocking. Go. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's, the best for me, but it does work for a lot of people. So if this is something that maybe one of you can do, I suggest maybe trying it out um, to find some balance. But I guess, yeah, it's something to think about. I think it's funny because I'm thinking ahead like four weeks from now when all of my kids start school and I have six, seven hours during the day where I don't have anything else to go on. I feel like I'm going to be overwhelmed by all that time. And so time blocking for me then would probably be a very good idea. (laughs) Yeah. Because then I can be like, okay, you're going to spend this much time on it and that's going to be it. And then we're going to move on to something else. So, so those are just some of our ideas and tips on balance. And, you know, we'd love to hear from you guys as to what some maybe tools or tips or tactics that you've employed to help yourself find some kind of, of structure in your life that helps you from going crazy. So if you have anything to share, please feel free to let us know, um, pass it along, because we'd love to put out some tips. Maybe we'll throw it up on the blog, a blog post at some point about balance and some things that you can do to try to not go crazy. Yes, please comment on the blog, because I think it helps us and everyone else who is listening and reading. Um, Please do comment. Yeah, yeah. And I'll just be hanging out on this balance beam. (laughs) I'll be sitting. Hopefully not hanging by my hands, but sitting. And then maybe I can stand up. We'll see if I get there. Oh, boy. All right, right, my friends. We love you. Bye. Talk to you next time. Sounds good. Bye. Bye. Hey, storytellers. As a special thank you for your continuous support, we are now offering $5 off the Wild and Free preset collection by me, Megan Box. If you haven't checked them out yet, you can see before and after images on our website at www.hellostoryteller.com and use the discount code WILDFREE5 at checkout. Thanks so much for listening.